Transition Awareness Breathing. Feeling grounded for both children and parents is essential for healthy living and learning. Join Eartha Powell on this series for tips and tools for creating a harmonious environment for learning. Transition Awareness Breathing will help you and your child find an individualized path to tackle change, promote lifelong learning, and discover new approaches to calmness. Hi, welcome back. This is Eartha. Thank you for coming back and listening to Transition Awareness Breathing Podcast. Today, we're going to finish up on our series about the foundations of mindfulness practice. We've talked a lot over the, these past uh, few weeks. We've talked about the um, beginner's mind and being patient and non-judgmental, all those things that you may have heard you know, pretty commonly when we have a discussion about mindfulness. Today, we're going to dig a little deeper and we're going to wrap things up. But the things we may be touching on, you may not have been aware that this is part of mindfulness. Before I get any further, I do want to thank Web Talk Radio for allowing me to have a platform to bring Transition Awareness Breathing podcast to you. And to my producers, Mary Lou and Sam, I offer my gratitude in thanking you for making Transition Awareness Breathing Podcast available to my listeners anywhere they are at. Let's get started. So, as I was mentioning, the things we're going to talk about today are things that maybe one would not think was included in mindfulness, but from a second point of view and looking at it from a different perspective, you're going to find out that our topic today is going to fit really well into mindfulness. I hope you like it. And so without further ado, let's begin. One thing that mindfulness is really about, and it's, it's one of the basic foundations, and it's about trust. I mean, you know, when we're talking about mindfulness, you know, we're talking about the awareness of the now and we're appreciating uh, the beauty around us. What does trust have to do with mindfulness and why is it a foundation? Trust is something that uh, we have to be able to recognize in ourselves. We've got to be able to trust ourselves. Let me continue and explain what I mean. When we're sleepy, we've got to be able to trust that the symptoms that we have indicating that our body is sleepy, it's tired, is fatigued, we have to be aware and understand that this is a signal that our body needs rest. However, often we may ignore those different signs that our body is telling us that it needs rest. We drink coffee or some kind of caffeinated beverage or we turn on some stimulating music 
brighten the lights and we're really fighting and causing a conflict within ourselves because we want to keep going at the task or whatever we're doing. And eventually that buildup of fatigue, the buildup of tiredness, the buildup of stress takes over in different ways. You see how this is tying in to mindfulness? Because once we become fatigued or tired, our emotions are affected. We become maybe a little grouchy, depressed, kind of cloudy in the thoughts. And then we're at a point that we have to do something. We're, we're ready for a lifestyle change. And so being trusting in our body and how it's communicating to us has to be paramount. How about trusting the signals that our body gives us when we're hungry? Oftentimes we are hungry, but how often do we give our body substances that are not the healthiest? Or maybe our body is giving us signals that it's hungry and we ignore that sensation and we wait. And then when we do feed our bodies, it seems like we're, we may be overindulging. And so I am, um, you know, learning just as much as you are in really becoming aware of the now and how the body communicates to us so that we can um, uh, intervene, so to, so to speak, and take care of different needs a little bit sooner than waiting till later. And uh, just as a side note, uh, this is one thing that when I started uh, the podcast a long time ago, I had started uh, in my, myself a lifestyle change. And I changed the way I, I, my eating habits, and it's more than eating habits. It is how I am fueling my body. I shared with my daughter, and my family's been very supportive on my my uh, journey with this lifestyle change. Uh, but you know, my daughter was. Um, eating something, I think it was like pizza or something. And I, I eat my, my meal and I'm very, very satisfied. I'm very energetic. And um, I like to share that I lost 52 pounds. Um, and I feel so much better. So I share with my daughter, I says, you know, as I've gotten older, I need to put premium fuel in my body when I was younger you know I, my body it it uh, it metabolized the the uh, regular fuel so to speak you know the the things I, I ate was higher in calories and uh, you know a lot of uh, starchy types of food but now you know I I feel like I'm a luxury vehicle and and so I I need to put premium fueling in in this body and you know what happens you get 
premium energy, highly efficient. And that, that part of changing my lifestyle made me very much aware of not only my eating habits, but also my resting habits. And, and then that led into, um, you know, because I get all this energy, um, I need to burn off the energy, all this newfound energy. And so being aware of my body communicating to me, I had to trust it because I, I pushed the snooze button on those um, alerts too many times. Well, what else do we mean when we're speaking about trust? And mindfulness. Well, there is a point we must recognize and trust that we are not in control of everything and no one is in control of anyone. No matter how much one may think they are in control, it is just a thought. And just because one is having a thought, it doesn't mean it's real. Trusting that someone can do their job takes a lot of courage. That we don't need to feel the need to micromanage or we don't need to uh, feel that we are in control of someone's behavior so much that we can alter their, their behavior or their thinking. Uh, we often see different situations, especially in social media, of groups of people arguing one group one to another group. And, you know, what happens when one group tries to uh, control another group? It, it causes conflict. And so trusting that maybe that and, and accepting that we are different. We're different in every aspect that you can ever imagine. And so accepting that and trusting that and using our talents and our strengths to come up with something that's totally different and, and maybe even changing society because of our differences instead of trying to strangle each other with a really a facade of controlling someone we we really bring on a lot of stress so trusting and that we are not in control and and being non-judgmental regardless of a person's um exterior or their beliefs or their race or their age uh, all those things is part of our world and we're here to and I think to to bring our talents and to come up with new and beautiful ways that we can appreciate life and appreciate the beauty that's around us. And so with that it leads us into the final foundation of um, mind the mindfulness attribute and that's letting go takes a lot of strength and humility to let go. 
someone who may have been in a very high-powered position at work professionally, and they may change professions or maybe they're taking a career change and um, or maybe someone is retiring the first thing is 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 letting go letting go of what was if we don't let go of the past we continue to do the same things that perpetuates um, stress or anxiety and that wears on our body but letting go I suggest that we look at this as a means of freedom a means to not to uh, say that we accept and everything and so that means everything is okay no, it, it means that we we let go of a preconceived ideas. We let go of our prejudices. We let go and see things for maybe what's in front of us and, and to admit as we're letting go that maybe we don't understand certain things. And so we are willing and open to learn and not learning from our bias point of view, but as one is doing a research project, looking at something from all different points of view and being willing to listen, letting go, it means that we are not and we won't accept that we are the product of our thoughts, that we're not the product of our negativity. And no matter what our thought says or what other people may say that we know that deep within the core of our very very being that there is a light and a spark of positivity and so to flame that positivity to make that flame brighter to let go let go of the negative words let go of the can'ts let go of the doubts sure we're going to make mistakes we're human that's that's just part of of living but through the mistakes we look at the mistakes from a growth mindset point of view and instead of a negative downward point of view we look at it our mistakes as okay this didn't work this time I'm going to try again and try something different and we may have to try it a couple of times or three times or four times and each time we're not going to tuck a sledgehammer and beat our self-esteem but instead with each try we're going to strengthen our muscle of integrity and determination and we're going to say I can do this and I'm going to try it a different way because sometimes if we're trying to force 
something in the same aspect, sometimes we just need to turn things around a little bit. Have you ever tried to move a big box? And maybe maybe you have it, but maybe you've seen somebody else try to move a big box and they can't get the box out the doorway and they're trying and they're trying and they're trying and they're trying and they're getting frustrated and they're trying. And so all of a sudden, you know, every all these words are coming out. But maybe all they had to do was turn the box a different way or the piece of furniture. Maybe they didn't have to take everything out the box. Maybe they didn't have to take the furniture apart, but it was just a matter of letting go of the frustration, letting go of the anger, taking a breath and turning the furniture a different direction or turning the box a different direction. You see, when we hang on to negativity and we hang on to darkness and we hang on to things that stimulates us to, um, block our positive thoughts is hard for us to build on our creativity is hard for us to build on the positive I encourage you and I invite you to build on that spark of positivity that you know that is deep within you is gotten a little bit cluttered take one sheet of negativity off of that spark at a time it's not going to happen overnight but you know that you know it's there and you can make it grow take the negative words out of your vocabulary take the negative thoughts and, and, and say you're just a thought and let it float away like a cloud. But make it real. Not only let it go, stay right here in the now. And I wish you a great mindful week. Thank you for joining me in Transition Awareness Breathing Podcast. I look forward to talking to you next time. Have a great day. Be sure and pick up a copy of Eartha's new book, Tab Mindfulness, Awareness and Coloring Activities in a Pandemic World. It's not just an ordinary coloring book. It features 23 illustrations to stimulate thought, relaxation, and creativity for anyone between the ages of 4 and 94. Increase your positive self-talk energy. Unlock new creative paths. Transform your time once or twice a week to create beautiful art while strengthening confidence, building positive self-talk, and sensitize self-awareness. Tab Mindfulness, Awareness and Coloring Activities in a Pandemic World. It's available now at Amazon.com.